Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I am Ray Kanata. And I'm Margo Moss. We are meeting once again at Ted's Frostop on Claiborne and Calhoun Avenue. We meet each week with a uh, fascinating member of the New Orleans restaurant and food community. And we ask them to bring along a plus one. We never know what a plus one is going to be, but we do know our special guest. And we're excited tonight to have with us Megan Foreman of Gracious Bakery. We are part of the It's New Orleans Network of shows and i'm excited tonight to be able to talk to her and uh you know but before we do that um margo you know did you know that today is our it's our birthday for the show it's a one-year anniversary i did not know that today was our birthday i knew another special occasion but uh that's exciting yeah. one year one year and i'm and uh i was looking over some of our guests we've had and i was amazed at some of these things that we've done in the last year did you know margo we've had about 80 guests Plus their plus ones, and they, including their plus ones. And we've had uh, owners or head chefs or chefs of cuisine from everything from Midway Pizza to Martinique, from Three Muses to Toops, from, uh, from uh, Cowbell to Commanders to Company Burger, Pesh to Patois to Parkway Bakery, Dominica to Diva Dog, and, and so many more. They, I, I count it represents 42 different restaurants we've had. And I did some quick math. And since all those restaurants have been within the city limits, that means we've had about 5% of every restaurant <laughs> has been represented on our show over the last year. Isn't that pretty cool? Yes, so we do this wonderful. For 20 years and no places go out of business and no new places <laughs> open, we'll be able to conquer the entire restaurant scene. We'll be able to say we've had everybody on here. We'll be the show that ate New Orleans. So um, guests have included chefs and servers and oyster shuckers and owners and developers and pastry chefs and bakers, lawyers, musicians, foragers. Wine distributors, mixologists, book translators, professors, singers, artists, tour guides. We've had it all, right? Uh, the other thing I noticed, we've, we've had um, guests or plus ones that have included three members of the crew of the Rolling Elvi, plus one female Priscilla. We've had <laughs> one nudist on our show. We've had people born in six different countries. We've had one gunshot victim. We've had one person who suffers from bitchy resting face syndrome, <laughs> and, and we've even had that. a Siberian husky on the show. It's been a very good year, Margo. I think it's been a very good year, and hopefully uh, we've helped spread some of the joy and mystery and delight of our city's awesome uh, food culture, and we get to do that again a little bit tonight. One more step forward in that, in that, uh, in that quest to, uh, to celebrate our food culture. So, exciting. Isn't that exciting? It is. So did you do anything exciting food-wise this week? Uh, no, but I got asked an interesting food question from a fan. Okay. I, we were emailed from a gentleman, um, Kenny Nesbitt in, uh, maybe I shouldn't say his name, but it's all right. Uh, he it lives in Edinburgh. Scotland? Yes. And he Not lives, Florida. No. <laughs> okay. And he listens to our show and says he's, uh, dreaming of coming and strolling and, and, the streets and listening to music and tasting his way through the city and he asked if i or you have ever tasted haggis i have what is it yeah it's uh as i understand i'm no expert i haven't had it in new orleans but it's uh it's sort of like uh like giblets like uh it's 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 organs from what um i think from uh sheep i think it's in a sheep stomach and they okay. stuff it with some um, carbs, you know, some breading of some sort. <laughs> and it is uh, – here's where I had it. I had it at the um, – oh, gosh, now I'm forgetting the name. Who's the famous Scottish poet? Oh, gosh. Burns. Robert Burns Society. The Ro- there are Robert Burns Societies around the world 
and of course in Scotland it's the most famous ones but the oldest one in America is in New York City and every year I used to go to the Union League which is this real august place in uh, New York City and I'd wear a kilt and I'd go for a celebration they had a ceremonial cutting the haggis at the beginning and a long grace and then we would have this feast of non-haggis food because the rest of it's much better than haggis haggis most people I would agree too uh, don't really haven't really developed a taste for haggis I think it's something you gotta but you probably taste, acquire do you taste it every, every year every year I'd have a bite you had to kind of have a bite or you were being sort of um, a traitor, you know, okay. to the cause. So you had to have a bite of it. So All I always right. had the haggis, but I never really enjoyed it, i got to be honest. And I haven't had it here. Maybe I've grown up a lot. You know, maybe now I would enjoy it more. Okay. Well, so. that's a nice little shout-out to our fan. And awesome. I, uh, I'm glad you've at least tried it because I've never even – heard of it well, but speaking of wait, new york we have our guests though okay you're not gonna just the guest i yet. was no no okay because i have one I shout out to. i promised to make okay today. okay i went i went besides to, that it's your birthday yeah well for my birthday i was heading towards nile the ethiopian restaurant that i like so well that just reopened and oh really right before i got there i noticed something that surprised me i just heard news about district donuts um sliders and beer it's called <laughs> and it opened when 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 truck stop the clothing store closed owned by um, Trashy Diva. I kind of was in mourning for a while, and I've been sad that that space emptied out. But I noticed that the restaurant was coming in, and I heard it was opening next week. But as it, as as we went by, we saw that it, it was open, so we went in, and it turned out to be the opening day. Usually, don't recommend going to a place on its opening day, but this was delightful. Had a great time. All three of us agreed. My daughter, my wife, and I, we went to this place, and it's uh, donuts. Sliders, you know, which you, which you know, you know, mini things, and then, um, and then beer. And I didn't have any of the beer, and I didn't have any of the donuts because the donut wasn't working quite yet. But I had the sliders, and they were great. They were so good. I had the pork belly slider; it was wonderful. I talked to the owner for a little while. I'm a great guy, um, and uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And the cheese fries, especially, were like these waffle fries that had a, like a really good like gourmet cheese. Right away, when I tasted it, it reminded me of St. Jay's Cheese Company, their macaroni and cheese. Mm. It tasted like that. And um, I don't know what kind of cheese it was, but it was wonderful. And so I, I don't know. I just want to give them a shout out. It was a great. Oh, nice. I hope we can have them on the show sometime. They were uh, they were really. They look like they have an interesting operation going. A little bit different. And you know, it was on the show that we did predict that there was going to be a donut explosion in New Orleans, and apparently this is starting to happen. Uh, our friend Michael Kane is uh, a pioneer in that, and uh, now other people are imitating him. Blue Dot did it first, I guess. But um, well, let's not. Let's let's enough of that. Let's uh, let's meet our special guest, huh? Yes. What were you starting to say about it? Well, I was just going to say, speaking of New York, I believe our, our guest uh, had, Megan had um, moved to New York, and uh, I would like to know wh- how long ago she moved and what brought her back and, and, and back. get to know her. Megan Foreman of Gracious Bakery and Hi. Cafe. Hi. Hi, Good guys. to have you. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, well, I moved to New York, let's see, after college, I um, went to culinary school. And then I uh, moved to New York for, I was there for about five years and um, worked in several restaurants and pastry shops there. And um, and then after a while there, I really missed home and I never thought I'd come back home. It was one of those, like, I'm getting out of New Orleans, I'm never coming back. <laughs> and then um, couldn't wait to give it. Why'd you want to get out? Um, I just felt like, you know, it was a small city and it just felt like that small town thing. And of course, it feels so different now. You know, it feels like there's so many different components to the cities within the city and little neighborhoods. And um, there's so much, you know, to enjoy and experience here. And I'm so glad I'm back. But, um, and I think that I really like that for New York because there were so many little neighborhoods and enclaves and, um, you know, 
little places to go discover, and um, I've found that coming back here, you know, but um, I moved back. Um, what year did you move back? I moved Just... back in 2001, um, so oh. right before the Trade Center um, ha- ba- happened, and um, so I came back, and I was the pastry chef at Bayona for five and a half years. Wonderful. Susan Spicer restaurant. Great. Yeah. Everybody loves. She is so wonderful, and... Um, and then I um, joined the team of Sucre to, to do that, and I was there for five and a half years as well. So um, when I came back to New Orleans. Now, why did you move back? What were you? What was your um, job? Did you say? Well, I was. I was. I'm from here. So yeah, I mean, like, did you did you have a position when you moved back, or did you move back to, to start a project? Um, well, I moved back, and I had talked to Susan, and she needed a pastry chef, and so oh, that was right, a really right, right. great incentive okay. to come back here, and. Um, yeah, it was the best best move, of course, for, for so many reasons, but yeah. So. So how long were you there? I was here for five and a half years, and then, um, yeah, I've been back since 2001, so. Now, yeah. w- did you go to culinary school here? I went to New, New England Culinary Institute in Vermont, in Montpelier, Vermont, so far away, like different world. That it was really, it was great to be up there too because I was close to Boston, I was close to New York, I was also close to Montreal, and that was an incredible, it's an incredible food city. Um, so um, there was a, it was, what I really liked about it was that it was really hands on, whereas, you know, I looked at some other places and they were bigger, you know, big stadium seating kind of college experiences for culinary school, and that just didn't seem to suit what I needed, you know, so that's how I picked that. Now, did you go specifically for, um, pastries and or did you evolve into that when you well back at the now I'm dating myself of course but like at that time there you couldn't really specialize in pastry and so there was a about a month um of pastry we I don't know if we really did any bread at all you know maybe a little bit of chocolate work but um it was mostly culinary you know so that was two years um and you were six months in school and six months in an externship and then back in school for six months and six months in an externship so I got to go to Boston for six months and then New York for six months, and I stayed in New York. So. Now, did you know that you were going to go into the culinary field when you were, I is this not. something you were passionate about beforehand? or? Yeah, I did not at all. Um, I was in, I went to college, like a liberal arts college, and um, and by the time my senior year came around, people were trying to decide what they were doing. I was like, no, I don't, I mean, I want something that I love to do. I'm going to be doing it, you know. A number of hours a day and I want to be happy doing it and be passionate about what I'm doing so um, I thought what do I love to do and I love to cook and I really had no idea like what that was going to be like professionally or anything like that but um, I remember my mom just like okay you know like you know good luck with that I mean there's I've had no experience really with it and um and it was the best thing, you know. So wasn't anybody in your family in the restaurant business? You really didn't have a lot of role models growing up. No, in that, not or? like that. I mean, my actually, I will say, my dad um, was great. Uh, was a really good influence on me in terms of um, using ingredients. Uh, you know, I, I hate to say local because it's so overused or whatever. But he would go hunting every season and bring back, you know, um, dove and quail, and um, he would. F- he took me on my first mushroom foraging trip when I was seven. That I could be dangerous. Yeah, I mean, you I didn't know what even you're know. Doing. Yeah, and we went with a guide and everything <laughs> and cooked them afterwards. And I didn't, I mean, that was before anybody was like, you know, going and, you know, finding local ingredients or whatever. So he really introduced me to that kind of mentality, you know, of um, using what you have and um, 
and using things that are now, seasonal. Now, where do you forage and... for mushrooms in New Orleans? You didn't do it well, in the city, did you? I think we did. No, I think we, it, you know, it was a while back, and it was probably, yeah, outside of. High leg content and. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, so that was a good influence. But beyond that, um, no, I had, you know, dry pork chops and um, burnt toast a lot. So, like, I'm sure a lot of us experienced it. Now, didn't you grow up with Margot? Um, well, we were you figuring guys were that out. You besties growing up? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I recognized her from, we went, we went to school Wait, you didn't know her name because that's her married name, but you saw her picture and you recognized her. Well, yes, and I've been in the bakery. And I, oh. I, I knew... Have you been in the bakery? I've not been to the bakery oh yet. Oh, my gosh. you got to get up there, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah, you got to come over, for sure. But you've been in the bakery. Yes. Okay. And I knew, and I recognized you, and I, I knew we went to school together, but... So you um, said, I know you from somewhere, I knew you from school, and... Wow, you must look like you did in high school then, huh? Um, I don't know. We all resemble I, I each do, other a little bit, right? I do bit, think right? you look exact. I mean... Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I do, I too. my husband said that, yeah. Know. Wow, I didn't yeah, know you in high you school. Did. I can't comment. I didn't have gray hair then, but I, uh, I <laughs> yes, would say. Um, and so did you, it was Newman, by the way, in case people are interested out there listening. But now you yeah. weren't the same year though, right? No, we weren't the same year. And uh, did you go there 13 years? I did not. I went to McGee's first and then went to Newman. That was huh. a shocker, being from all <laughs> girls to boys, and I was an only child, so it was like, what's this? What, is, what are these people? <laughs> what are these people doing? So. so Newman didn't inspire you? They didn't cultivate the creativity to... to uh, the cooking? <laughs> no, yeah. You know, there was a bread club, surprisingly. Wait, there was a, a bread, bread club? club in your high school? Yes, and it was like... What in the world? There was Only a guy, there was one guy. I've never heard of that. Should I shout out to Alan Koch? Sure. And he bread started the, the bread club, and I think we made one look. Wait, a guy bread. started a bread club in yes. high school. That made him really popular. Yeah, and he was a great guy, actually. And we made probably one loaf of bread. We had a teacher advisor. I didn't even know. I just thought. We're I all lo- laughing. He owns like LeBlangerie. Right. Now or <laughs> no, right I don't now. know. I what don't think became he of does anything. What um, becomes of the guy who starts a bread club in I high school? I know. I'm going to have to find. You know, I'm I mean, have he didn't to even out. have a chess club or whatever, like right. a bread club. That would be really odd. Yeah. Am I making too much See, of this? N- well, no. I mean, it's New Orleans. Everything revolves around food. I Everything revolves around food. I like that though. Actually. Yeah, and yeah. men. And do, actually, it was probably men, cool. It is really sexy that men cook. In this the is different I mean, in, in, very, in Southeast true. Louisiana culture. I know because, like, for example, the band was the worst thing you could be. The worst stigma you could be in my high school oh, being really? in the band. And I say it to people from New Orleans, they look at me like I'm crazy. It's really cool to be in the band yeah. in high school in New Orleans, you know? Because it's totally of cool. different. And of course, because then you hear these bands and like, they're great. Yeah. I mean, it's so much fun. Maybe the bread club was something really cool to be in. in yeah, in I Newman. don't think it was that cool, but um, <laughs> but, I, but there were several of us. It was just like a group thing to do or whatever. And I think we made one loaf of bread and we loved our teacher advisor. He was just a cool guy. This is during the day? Who was your teacher advisor? No, I'm trying to think of Let's give him a shout out. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what his name was. No, it's it part so of school. I mean, oh yeah. So it was. It was a lot. I don't remember his name. I'm gonna have well, to. Maybe, I'm gonna have to dig. Yes, may, maybe and if you're listening out there, email us. Yeah. And, uh, yes. Anyone else who's in the bread club of Newman, I want to know how long did this last. <laughs> I want to know what kind of bread you made. Who was your advisor? Yeah. What think, kind of career choices you made after that? Yeah. No one. No one decided to make bread except me. I think. <laughs> so I'm gonna follow up on that. That though. is. Please do. And I'll like, email y'all. Yes, a, please. A we'll, we'll, we'll read it on the air. Like whatever so you find in that. That's I think we should get to a little bit to the. Uh, tell us what you do at the bakery and um, what when you decided to open it up in your career and um, and what you provide there and okay I have been and I think it's lovely but I would like to know what 
Well, that's what I think is so cool about there's a lot of bakeries in New Orleans, but everyone kind of does, you know, something different. And um, we um, offer a great array of pastries. And I think I would say that in our bakery we are, again, a term that might be widely used, but chef-driven. I mean, I have a restaurant background, and, um, you know, the kind of combinations that we put together can be, you know, more unique than what you find at, you know, maybe some other places. Um, but right now we're doing a peanut butter and jelly croissant, you know, like mm. we do, you wow. know, just various. Never had that before. That yeah, sounds awesome. exactly. So um, we also do this thing called a cruffin. Uh oh! What, what is, that? is that? So it's wait, a, wait. Okay, wait, I'm I know. Sorry. Can, can I mean, guess? It needs its can own segment. Yes, you can. Guess. I don't want to insult you. If it's oh, you wouldn't it's insult a me. It's croissant muffin. Oh, sorry. No! Oh, what's wrong with me? <laughs> it's okay. It's this your is birthday. why no one likes me. This is why no one likes me. Why did that I do is that? correct, and it is one of our biggest sellers. And we roll suck, it in Margo. hazelnut praline. Um, wait, describe. Wait, wait, wait. I got to hear this from the. So yeah. it is. We roll the croissanto in, in praline paste, and then we put it in a muffin cup. And it's like all like all the croissant gets toasty all around and caramelized, and it is one of our most popular. That sounds delicious. We call it the Kermit Cruffin. Wait, the plus wait, one wait, is, wait, is wait, chiming we in. We're not even you supposed, supposed to know to be who quiet. you are. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I just heard him talk. I don't know who he is. I know you speak. Oh, all right, you can finish okay. your thought. But well, then I, ha- I had to come in on that. Okay, you yes. couldn't resist. I couldn't resist well, that. Go ahead. Well, he has. He does have. Um, can I introduce? Yeah, go okay. ahead. Yeah, yeah. This the is perfect time. Okay, this is my partner in business and life, um, Jay Foreman. He's also oh. the food and dining editor at New Orleans Magazine. So he's your husband, not your brother. That's not your right. Cousin. Okay. That's right. That's right. And, <laughs> and he, he has a lot of creative input at um, at the bakery. So, um, will you explain what what else? Creative input? Yeah, uh, well, no, like the it's the Kermit Cruffin. Oh, yes, the Kermit oh Cruffin. Oh, nice. Perfect name. Yeah. We, right. we haven't talked to Kermit about this, so I, I don't want oh, to come Oh, now you have to pay royalties. Like it's royalties, all out. 40,000 yeah. listeners now are all going to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Yikes. He's a big no, fan. It's like it's a no, that's honoring him. He won't off. care. It's he won't not, care. Uh, oh, that's it's, true. It's, we could spell it different. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. It's not spelled Ruffins. No, no, the Kermit Cruffin. There you go. And he doesn't copyright he his name anyway. Come on, no, he'd be really, he'd be <laughs> oh. flattered. I bet oh. you'd come and play. If for you put, you. yeah, and maybe cook Ooh, some. That'd uh, be nice. Well, we outside. just made 125 Cruffins for a wedding parting gift. Oh, that's so cool. Yes, and this girl was so excited about it. And she said it was the best wedding gift ever. So, um, wow. You know, giveaways at the end of the. Now, that's how nice did y'all yeah. come up with this? We're just, we're like a think tank. We just, it's like <laughs> pastry ideas are just pastry think coming tank. out. Yeah, coming mm-hmm. out all the time. Like, Jay just came right. up with the pretzelada. Pretzelada? <laughs> pretzelada, yes. Megan had uh, Wait, come up me, with this. Oh, no, I shouldn't guess that. Go ahead and guess it. Well, I don't think I'm going to be anywhere close, but a you pretzel, half pretzel with mufalata, olive dressing on it? I don't know. So yeah, I'm thinking mufalata and uh, Megan had come bread. up with a, with a mini uh, pretzel baguette, and we were trying to think of a sandwich for it. And uh, I came up with the pretzelata. That was, uh, so it's a like mini it. baguette that's pretzel bread yeah, with, with a uh, lot of stuff in the middle. Yeah. Olive salad, uh, copa, um, ham, and uh, provolone cheese. Yep. Wow, oh how late gosh. you open tonight? Yeah. Now listen, I went in and I've had just, n- n- it maybe was not as um, creative as these two things, but it was great. So I, I cannot wait to try those. Yeah. Mm. 
Would you have? Croufalant? No, <laughs> not Croufalant. Huh? You remember no. you had? No. I saw a picture of something I, in your page that I looked had, amazing. Did you have some chocolate thing? What's that thing that's all shiny that's kind of like featured? A Black Forest dessert? No. It had to be more creatively named than that. Oh, really? What's a Black Forest dessert? It's the got Black Forest Parfait. It looks like a black dome kind of and has no, a lot of No, that's not it. Oh. That sounds great too, but I don't that wasn't know. it. I don't know. Is that a I'll Black Forest cake with... It's got chocolate mousse and um, it's got a glaze around it and it's got cherry in the middle um, and some, mm. some vanilla cream in the middle. So essentially a Black Forest cake but a parfait. But, but fancy. But fancier. Yeah, yeah. a little cool. fancier. So. But we don't want people to get the wrong idea. Not everything. It's I mean, oh, yeah. it's not. You serve a lot of vegetables so too, right? that We do serve are, <laughs> roasted <laughs> vegetables. Um, no, so we do. We make all of our own breads. We do all of our own pastries. Everything's from scratch. Um, we serve lunch, breakfast, catering. We deliver. Um, you don't so. wait, 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 wait. You deliver? We deliver for for businesses. Oh, yeah, business. Okay. So that's yeah, be a big business, order. Business yeah. catering. Well, yeah. yeah. A decent, I mean, yeah, eighty dollar minimum. I mean, I can't yeah. order like one uh, no, no cruffin <laughs> and have no. you deliver it to Uptown for me, right, <laughs> on a bicycle or something. I'm no. the delivery boy. <laughs> okay, so that'll be two dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here, let's just creative, make creative person and delivery guy. I know. He yeah. really yes. does. Well, a your web page says you are. What do you? What's, what are you? You're the dude or something? What some is d- some dude. Some dude. That's your that's your official <laughs> title. Some dude. I I just float. You know, I do whatever I can to make her job easier. All right. So she can be isn't that, isn't that the best? Yeah. Well, let's back up for a second. So how'd you meet? Did you meet in culinary school? Did you meet in New Orleans? Or no, where'd you meet? It's Man, funny. New York, we, we, meet? we met here in New Orleans, but, you know, we went to the same school together. She knew both my sisters. You went to Newman, too? Mm-hmm. Up oh. until uh, 19, um, right, right up until high school. Then I left to go to boarding school. But uh, she knew my sister at Newman and then also my other sister at college at Vanderbilt. I never And she looked her. at your sister and said, if this, if this girl was just a guy. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> if she was a right. male, I would really yeah, like that. Yeah, that's hot. Right. Is that what happened? No. I hope not. No. no. <laughs> but we, we, we were like crossing paths in New York a lot, but never met Yeah, in that's New York. right, because I was in New York at the same time. You were in New York at the same time as her. Yeah. yeah. But we, yeah. And he worked two blocks from where and I lived. And it's such a small town. It's amazing. We both right? each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, when did y'all realize you both lived in New York at the same time? Like, had, after. Like, after. 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 Right after yeah. we met. Yeah. 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 So we met, we met here, and, um, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Well, were y'all set up by your sister, or you just? How did you meet? No, no, all Newman, these Newman, we, uh, we homecoming. Some mutual friends here, okay. so and then we sort of connected after the dots. After you moved back, yeah, and, after, and yeah, yeah this would have been in two thousand three. And your first okay. couple dates, you had plenty to talk about. When there was a lull, you just talked about Newman stories and the bread club. And <laughs> <laughs> there, there was never a lull. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. 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 So great partner in business. I there was. I was, we were going to open, you know, like a year ago and someone said to me, have you ever worked with your husband before? That could really be bad. And I was like, oh, maybe it could be, but it's been great. It's Wait, how long have you been open? A year, a, year a little over a year. Just yeah. a year. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we, we actually got, we got married uh, during the Katrina evacuation. So. Wait, you got married during the evacuation? During the actual In New Had Orleans? Had y'all planned on getting married at that time? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we evacuated and took with us our wedding invitations it's like, to, to, to the, stop. Finish up the ceremony. The we thought we wouldn't have or, anything yeah. to do. Wow. You know, we thought, oh, we'll just bring these. We put them in the envelopes while we wait this out. And then 
of course, all of a sudden, you know, it turned into such a big deal. Wait a second. So were you supposed to get married here? Yes. Or we were supposed to get but married. But you didn't get married here. We got married here. We, we ended got up married in another town. In Uncertain, Texas. Uncertain. The name of the town is yes. Uncertain, yes. Texas. Uh-huh. Now, I guess you didn't need uh, 72 hours to get y'all. the license there. You, it was a few days later, I guess? It was a delay? Or? Well, no, it was, a, it was about a month after the storm. Oh, we had, after the storm. We had okay. evacuated up there. Some friends of our family had like a... A little fishing camp out on a, a bayou uh, outside of Shreveport in Uncertain, Texas. So we just said, we're doing it. And so we just do it. We, we got a justice of the peace, came over, and we got married on a deck overlooking the uh, the water there. And right as we were exchanging our vows, a big old party barge of rednecks just came by. <laughs> and they heard, I do. And they all went, woo! <laughs> Drinking their beers. And then we took off on our honeymoon. Because at that point, our trip was already planned and paid for. We didn't want to miss it. So... What a way to redeem the disaster, huh? It was I mean, a good way. This horrible thing happens, and you it say, okay, we're going to turn this something beautiful. We also, yeah, we also uh, catered our own wedding with our FEMA food stamp card. <laughs> Went down to the Walmart <laughs> and bought a bunch of stuff, and she made the wedding cake. That's right, yeah. And so, a did you, plan, you didn't plan to do that originally? <laughs> that wasn't the original plan. <laughs> that, was, no. that was not the original plan. No, that it was wow. not the original plan. It was, it was good. It ended up being really good. <laughs> yeah. So, Just yeah. a good story now. Yeah, it is a good story. Were you able to find the stuff you wanted in, in uncertain I mean, Texas? It yeah, didn't matter just, that much. We, it didn't matter. And, you know, it's stripping away all that, like, stuff, you know, around a formal wedding. It was really, it was a nice thing to experience. Yeah, frankly, so. it got me off the hook for, like, all the wedding stuff that the guy would normally have to go through, you know? It just yeah. made it a Tuxedo lot easier. So it was a much else, smaller right? uh, guest list. Yeah, it was family. Like 10 yeah. people. Yeah. And everybody understood. Oh, yeah. 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 So. So did it save anybody some money, too? Or did you lose your deposit? Um, no, it's, it saved quite a bit of money, I would think, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was, that was you good, You may have too. needed that, though, to come back right, and right. get started again, huh? No, but, yeah, wow. so we've been, yeah, we opened this a year ago, mm-hmm. just over a year ago. Just over a year. Yeah. We opened, actually, the weekend before Isaac hit, and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is with you and her I know, Wow. if they yeah, follow yeah. us, but we think they're good luck. Because yeah. they followed us on two good occasions. so yeah, they, Right, okay, so the first hurricane comes and you get married right after that. Second hurricane comes and you open your business right after that. Right. Well, to, to back up even more, I used to go to University of Miami <laughs> in, in 1992. Hurricane Andrew hit and forced me back to Tulane. So that's where I finished up. Uh, All these conversions. The hurricane you. came yeah. and forced you to Tulane. You guys, you and might just want to pay me to go away, I think. You know, live no, somewhere no, else. No, wait, there's, there's, some, there's a pattern here. we got to think yeah, about this. Yeah. I think, yeah, like hurricanes come and great things happen to you, disasters happen to the rest <laughs> yeah. of us. But Foreman's come out doing great. Oh, Lord. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Maybe so. Stuff. Yeah, you're afraid to answer that one. Yeah, exactly. Come home and, yeah. Mm. Wow. So yeah. were, um, when y'all decided to open this uh, gracious bakery, had you, uh, what, did you get support from, uh, you were working at. I was at, at Sucre. Sucre. Mm-hmm. And were they uh, excited for you and. Yeah, um, I had made a decision to leave and um, start my own business, and that was sort of like always in the, you know, um, cards, and I had a great experience working there. I learned so much from Tarek. And you helped start them, right? I was there helping helping open. I was the assistant pastry chef, so yeah, before we even opened the doors of Sucre, we were all working together, and it was a great experience, and um, and so this was just... This is a cl- clearly a different direction, too. I'm a very, I mean, just my style is a lot more rustic and, you know, just kind of, and I was always looking forward to having a foot back in savory a little bit, sandwiches, you know, and mm-hmm. so we like doing, you know, like a little bit 
um, you know, they're sandwiches, but they're thoughtful sandwiches. Like St. James, we really love that. We love tartine, you know, we yeah. thought. Oh, we do too. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's wonderful. And um, so we, you know, I, I kept passing by this building yeah i want you to tell our, yeah and so for our well, listeners who don't know where you are and um so we're located on south um jeff davis on new virginia street and it's across from fox 8 news it's right there next to the coca-cola bottling the kind old, of near xavier old, right near xavier yeah. yeah and so the sucre commissary is right down the street from there and we drive around and there was no place to get lunch you know wherever anybody was talking about getting lunch so um, we passed by this building, and it was going up, and the Woodward building is gorgeous, LEED certified, sil- silver certified building. And um, so I just, I don't know, I had a feeling, and I was like, I want to go there. You know, and um, it's kind of, because it, a lot of people said, what are you doing? Like, this is in the middle of nowhere, you know? I mean, it's sort of, people come and go, but are they going to stop, you know? And we just knew it was a good, it was a good thing, you know? It was just like one of those, felt felt it was the right, the right well, place. It's definitely a growing area. Though, it is. It? Yeah. it is. It is really growing. And it's between Mid City and Uptown. Exactly. It's like and and Old Metairie and it's yeah. a shortcut that it's everybody takes. Everybody yeah. passes through there. You know, there, yeah. there really wasn't anything there to, to cater to that. Well, there's also a lot of businesses back in that area. Yeah, there are. That Megan knew from her experience at Sucre's Commissary that just it was it was underserved. And mm-hmm. we feel like you know, magazine was a little saturated for what we wanted to do. Yeah. So it was great to just get away from the throngs and have a place to park and you know all that kind of stuff. So. Oh, is there a fork going into cake? <laughs> well, I wonder if you make birthday cake. Do you? <laughs> we do. We do. There you go. It's so very succulent too. Y'all have brought a beautiful piece of cake to celebrate Delicious. Ray's yeah. birthday. Can you tell us? What um, it is? Yeah, it's our pecan truffle brownie cake. Wow. So pecan truffle brownie. Wow. Yeah, it's um, basically a brownie, and it's got a lot of pecan liqueur. Our local. Uh, Sazerac Company, pecan liqueur, which we love. It's great, great. It's like so true pecan flavor, like New Orleans, you know, pecan flavor, whatever. And um, pecan um, simple syrup and chocolate cake. So You can probably eat this for things besides birthdays too, right? You can. You can eat it whatever. <laughs> Afternoon snack, right? Breakfast. Uh, all right. Yeah, breakfast. Here we go. I'm gonna we get, do do Now, i got to tell you. i got to warn you first. Okay. Um, I lie about everything. Okay. Except uh, theology and food because those are the two things that matter the most to me in life. You <laughs> okay. Know? And I think God will zap me if I lie about either one of those. So I have to give you an honest assessment. If okay. I don't like it, you're going to hear it. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> That's so good. (laughs) good. Acceptable. (laughs) Are you going to dive in, Margo? Yeah, you got to have some of this, Margo. Please don't have too much of it, though, Mm -hmm. because you know I want to have the rest of it. But no, I'm just kidding. You have a big bite. This is great. I can see what you say about the liqueur too. It's just like really. It's it's not overpowering. It just sort of like brings out everything else. No, I have to be honest. The essence of pecan. That is amazing. Oh, right. And it really means a lot that I say that because I don't eat nuts or oh, yeah. chocolate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it is really good. Have you just discovered what you're missing out on? Nuts yes, and chocolate? This could be the conversion because it's... It could be the conversion. I'm actually allergic really? to nuts, but I don't <laughs> care. I, I, I eat it anyway. I Happy birthday. If I would swell up and yeah. die. I mean... Ray has eaten glass here. Yeah, I ate glass and it would on the be show. exciting really? wow. if I, like, you know, swelled yeah. up and, and I really did. had a yeah. tracheotomy Safety or whatever on the show. No, no, real glass. I pulled glass out of my mouth and I said, What's this? I thought it was a piece of ice. Oh, my God. And I realized God. it was a big honking chunk of glass that could 
kill an elephant. Oh. And then I realized there's other pieces of glass in my <gasps> glass, so I probably swallowed a few. So I started, but we tried to keep going okay. with the show. But you know what? We, we, we bring it up every couple months, and I'm still, it's still horrifying. You live. It is horrifying, but I lived. It we was. learned yeah. I have another superpower. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That is really good. Good. Thank y'all. So you can come by and check out the pastries. That's so good. And sandwiches wow, good. and desserts. We have a whole lot of desserts, too, mm-hmm. that we yep. we do. Um, All right. This sounds like a good time for the book of questions. Well, um, I'm looking, and I think I might have left it in the car. You left the book of questions in the car? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to have to. Um, have to make one up. Yeah. <laughs> if you had choice between eating glass or, no, I don't know. It would be. That's how they. You know the book of questions. Have you guys ever seen that? I uh-uh. haven't seen it. It's this really cheesy it's like '80s thing that we do every show, and awesome. it has these really earnest, earnest questions. You know, right. that are always like philosophical, but like really corny. Like oh, we if you were in a in a uh, you know a lifeboat with your um, husband and oh. mother-in-law, who and would you? Who would you, you, you eat? Mother-in-law, yes. your husband. Who or, would you eat? You know, you could you only eat? throw over. You needed to throw over one person to survive. Yeah. Uh, who would it be? Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll skip the book of questions. Oh, uh, okay. Was we'll I supposed to answer on. that? Mm. <laughs> yeah, you can if you. Unfortunately, like. my mother-in-law is no longer with us, so I would definitely eat so that'd my be husband. That'd be kind of gross. It'd be yeah. not appropriate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, unless. Well, let's yeah. get serious. Let's get serious. <laughs> you were. Um, now, did I read that you were nominated for a Rising Chef Award? Yeah, I received um, that in 2000. I guess it was five. I don't remember. Yeah, Rising Star Pastry Chef. Rising Star Pastry Chef. Yeah, that's starchefs.com. They do a lot of, it's a really interesting site, and a lot of chefs from New Orleans have been um, mm-hmm. awarded that as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, they just did recently uh, an entire uh, Star Chefs party here to honor New Orleans chefs. Like, I know. Was uh, Philip Lopez one Yeah, Philip and um, mm-hmm. I can't remember the others. Like probably band. Aaron Burgo and yeah. Oh, we had Aaron all those guys. Show. We oh, yeah. Maybe Justin Devillier. Oh, here. I'm sure. Oh, Justin, yeah, yeah from um, Le Petit Grossier. Yeah. yeah so when y'all were, so you, your work has been recognized in other publications, and what does that mean? Like, well, yeah, you've t- been like, what, the New York Daily News, Pastry Art and Design, Modern Bride, Chocolate Is it like and pictures? Right. And, it's and pictures. Night. Yeah, it's pictures, and, um, and that was like, one of them when I was in New York, and then one, one time was I, I was in Bayona, at Bayona, and I was... The Rising Star was at Bayona. And then we just recently got um, named one of America's Best Bakeries by TravelandLeisure.com. <gasps> wow. Yes. That was awesome. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, Which yeah. was really nice. Now, I did know. you see a bump after that, or did it matter? Um, no, I don't. Did we? I don't think. It, maybe think a little we, bit. It's hard to track. Bit. Like, it's hard to say. Right. It's Wednesday, and it's raining, or it's Thursday, and it's, <laughs> right, right, you know, right. whatever. You just don't know. But then food yeah. and wine just came and shot, and we're going to run in their January issue. Oh, nice. Wow. So, yeah, yeah for really places being... to go next in New Orleans. They're going to do a little feature about, like, where to go next in New Orleans. And I think Wayfair um, is included. Be in and issue, yeah. Oh, we yes, like Wayfair, too. Yeah, yeah. so... Well, that's well, so that's nice. Because you're not in the touristy areas too. It's a lot of exactly. these, a lot of these um, travel magazines I've noticed tend to focus on the really touristy areas, either yeah. the magazine street or the French Quarter or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. to be off the beaten path that's and be right. honored like that exactly. means that they really were, they really taken right. by you. It's saying rent a car, yeah, and get out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're not going to come across it. You have to look for it. Really, right? Yeah. Exactly. So what that means for us is just um, it. It does mean a boost, you know, especially like those food and wine and stuff like that. It's really great. Mm-hmm. So. 
So, Jan, wondering, what did you do before the bakery, before you got, before you partnered with your wife? Oh, well, uh, I work for an educational software company. It's a, sort of a nine-to-five job, and I'm also the food and dining editor for New Orleans Magazine. You were the food and dining? You still are? Or you Still were? am, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, well, I must have read your thing a million times. So yeah. I've been subscribing so, that for years, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I've been doing that since 2006. So, uh, yeah, I've been part of Renaissance Publishing for a long time now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Now, how did you get into that? Into the, the, the uh, food writing. writing? Yeah. Well, I kind of happened into it. I, I was um, I was working for uh, WDSU. I was the morning news editor there, and I wrote up some of the morning oh. cooking segments that they did. And I just happened to be looking at a freelance uh uh, food or freelance writing site where they were looking for someone to do some food writing, and I used that as one of my clips, and kind of leveraged that into some stuff with uh, Louisiana Cooking Magazine. And then a, a friend of mine at the software company um, introduced me to some people with uh, St. Charles Avenue Magazine, and I started doing the uh, what's see a hot plates blog for them or the column for them, and uh, that turned into New Orleans Magazine. I've been doing that ever since. Not a bad, you know. Yeah, yeah, job yeah. To for, have. I mean, for lo- no. yeah, for local uh, local writing, it doesn't get any better than that. That's yeah, great. It's great, and it, yeah. you could do some research, you know, on the side. Yeah, those yeah. are date it's, nights. It's, it's really <laughs> nice, you know. The the um, the expense account is. is oh, I was going to say, awesome. yeah, you get yeah. the expense. Of Thank you, cool Errol Aboard. Very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And do you feel um, writing about food? What is your philosophy? I mean. It, you you don't seem to, you're you're celebrating what people do more than like, yeah. What's the difference between a food writer and let's say a critic or a? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, well, you know, you I, I don't do critic. I don't do criticism. You know, I, I do more like reviews. You're not slamming somebody. I'm not in slamming there, someone because yeah. frankly, nice position to, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be put in that position to be critical of people because even now, like as a restaurant owner, like I, I've seen what can happen on a bad day. Right. That's you know, and then if someone comes in and judges you on that experience and puts the word out, then you know y- you can really hurt a lot of people like that, yeah. and. Um, and in order to be a critic, you have to revisit the same place over and over. There's really not a lot of media outfits that can really afford to support a critic uh, that really does what a critic's supposed to do. Mm. So I, I do more of like, you know, kind of what's going on by neighborhood, by chef, what's new, by cuisine and stuff like that. I just kind of like to, you know, kind of shine a light over what's going on in terms of the food community here in New Orleans. Yeah, I know it's just a lot of shorter kind of. It's close, things clustered together. A lot of shorter things on each yeah, one. Yeah, right? yeah. Typically, yeah. I'll do like a 950 word column, and it'll usually cover three different places. Okay. So usually along a theme, like be it neighborhood or cuisine or that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So now you just mentioned a bad day. You said you know you know what happens in a bad day. Give us an example of a bad day you've had it at the bakery. What's uh, what's, what's that I? look like? <laughs> Please we've tell us, tell us your worst day. Like, okay, well, a couple. Have we- you killed anyone? You no, anyone? no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. glass. We had three people <laughs> yeah. um, all sick on the. Uh, no, we haven't had that. Okay. Thank God. But three people sick on the same day. You're doing better in ten. And um, that <laughs> was, <laughs> and that that'll just send that'll send. And of course, we're thinking, please don't let it be busy today. Of course, it's busy. You know, like that's how Murphy's mm-hmm. Law works. And um, 
I think that everyone did a great job, you know, but you're kind of like treading water on days like that, you know, and I mean, just it's the people. I, it's just the people are what make it happen. Like we have great employees. We have now, great how many do you employees. have? You have three employees on a given day working with you? or No, we have about seven or seven eight. or yeah. eight. We well, because we have like, well, total and we have three through the different shifts. Or? Yeah. So okay. we have two in the front and um, like five in the back. So, yeah. Wow, so, that's a big operation. And what time does your day start? Yeah. Yeah, My day big. starts at, um, it used to start at 4.30. Now it starts at 8. So, um, yeah, I know. I found, I have, um, we have this great couple. It's a husband and wife team. Her, the baker and the um, pastry. So they bake everything off in the morning. And, um every morning and they do a great job are they the first ones there or are you they're the first ones there okay. i used to be the first one there but um they wanted to work together so it was wonderful do you have any kids we yeah do. We, we have, have a four-year-old four-year-old daughter that yeah. slows you down a little bit right <laughs> oh yeah and she um is not a big fan of sleeping so um <laughs> that can throw, slow us down a little bit too but she's fantastic you know i heard so. the kids sleep better if you just give them a lot of sugar you probably just bring them to the bakery and just give, you know every time she yeah. cries yeah. just give her some sugar yeah yeah, yeah. well she always <laughs> Well, how old is your daughter? Mine's 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's so right over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's she's the one that. in the sugar coma from the <laughs> malt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. My so son's 14 running around here somewhere. Oh, too. yeah. I don't okay. Anymore. I don't know where he is. Yeah, so you know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, um, I don't know. It both gives energy, I think, and it's a real motivator, you know. And she always says, Mommy, did you bring me a pastry? You know, when I come home at night. she's She loves loves it you bring so. a pastry home every night not every night i just and tonight she saw your cake box and she said is that for me and i said no it's not <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she loves it so so i would think that'd be a powerful motivator with kids it is. although she's probably jaded she's probably used to like you know absinthe in her in her uh pile yeah cake all the time well whatever. for her healthy snack yeah. i was responsible for bringing recently it was croissants and yeah. um you give her like a hostess or something, she's going to spit it out yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, we, we have Antonin. a cabinet with nice baking ingredients in it, and she knows how to get in there and just get like the Valrona chocolate, you know. She yeah, goes she knows for where that. Go. She kind of sidesteps yeah. the, the cheap She's stuff. like, Hershey's, <laughs> no thanks. Oh, wow. I'll go for that, yeah. She's going to be starting a bread club in, yeah, in high school. She's going to be starting like, yeah. Chocolate. Uh, chocolateering uh, yeah. club or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's next. That's next. Oh my gosh! Oh, so interesting. Yeah. So, um, so how do you how do you both stay so skinny eating all this stuff? Do you just, are you like wine tasters that spit it out? The smallies that you know in a cup? Do you just you chew it and you spit it out? You don't swallow any of your baked goods? Like what's the deal? Well, Jay has good genes, but I think me like I'm just running around a lot. You know, like running I mean, around a yeah, lot. She's on her feet all the time. I'm trying to let myself go. It's just not catching up with me. But. Huh. Get, get me trying to let yourself get, go. Get me in a few years, you know. I might be 300 pounds. Yeah. Oh man, it's like, yeah, I'm trying to gain weight. I just can't do it. Right, right. Well, yeah, I don't know. That that's a little. But no, it's the the it's always I mean, that's how like I always want to eat sandwiches now and I always like want. I mean, I I crave our food. It's good food, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of it and all the people that put it together so yeah and just just something as simple as like a nice baguette some nice like plugra butter and a pinch of sea salt i mean it's so simple but so good oh yeah, yeah. i never good get tired of that nice yeah, yeah. all right so, so so how back to the uh, employee stuff i'm just interested we haven't talked much about management yeah uh, oh, so God. if you had to fire anybody for eating too much on the job you mean today <laughs> you fired somebody today i didn't 
<laughs> yeah, but not for eating too much um, on the job. That has not no, been that would an be issue. Awful. Yeah, yeah, that hasn't been an issue. But you know, I mean, that's restaurant business. It's Is this the first time you've had to fire someone in your own place? Um, let someone go in my own place. Um, we. Uh, yeah, that's been actually the first time I've really that's let somebody go. That's a pretty good track record then, yeah. if you have seven or eight people yeah. to t- uh, a day. Of course, we I've had to do it, you know, prior to that, so I'm not a stranger to it, you know, but um, I think that... Okay, so why was today fired? Today was just... If you um, can say, I don't want you to oh, get yeah. sued by any... Uh, no, no, okay. I don't think um, um, the person um, did a really poor performance of having the chills, like the flu chills, and I'm a mom, and I'm also... 40 years old and you know like you know what that looks like for real and <laughs> wait a second she's in front of you going I need to go home no, it's a, guy. a guy a yeah. guy saying I really yeah, need to go home yeah what's wrong with you yeah. assuming it was a woman <laughs> oh boy yeah. here we go yeah. that's a whole other show okay. well on. no that's the thing is that you know I mean, I told Jay, I'm like, I think I'm going to hire all women because they're... Well, no, because she said mom. That's what did it to me subliminally. She was talking about mom, so I started picturing oh, moms. Yeah. Okay, so this guy's uh-huh. faking, so he's sitting in front of you going... Oh, yeah, exactly. Or is, he having, really with, like, is he having and, real symptoms, and like you just look at him and go, Yeah, yeah that could be. You're going to feel terrible if this guy has, <laughs> I mean, like, the plague, right? He's got, like, a, you know, he's got, yeah. like, West Nile virus, and so you just, like, yeah. fired him for faking it. Yeah, well, there were some other things prior to this, and this just sort of sealed the deal. Yeah, it was like... You know, maybe it's just best we part ways. And he said, that's a great idea. So <laughs> it was it was wonderful. So he wanted to be fired. Yeah, he yeah. wanted to be fired. Yeah. So, so. That maybe he pl- planned it. He said, okay, what more can I do? I've been coming in here faking all this yeah, stuff for months. Yeah, and, and he's only, well, he's only been there for three weeks. It, it, oh. He's not really interested in working. You know, sometimes there are people <laughs> who just apply for jobs who just really yeah. don't want to work. Well, it is know, a so. cool spot. I mean, I could see being lured into the, the, the environment. <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful, and mm-hmm. it's the, the food is great. And Yeah. You know, maybe they thought they could get paid to hang out and yeah. to hang well, out. Tell us, cool. tell us a little yeah. more about that spot too. What, yeah. What's going on? Isn't there a, the, the hospital there? Is that ever going to get fixed up? I, re- I hope so. Yeah, I hear, that's I hear things about that. Which yeah. the Lindsay Boggs? Yeah, Lindsay Boggs. Yeah, that's supposed to get. I mean, someone bought up. it and yeah. they, uh, they did a little bit of work and then it kind of stopped for a while. And I'm yeah. always excited Wait, to see it. This is uh, speaking of buildings, and I want to get back. Oh. Their building. You you said lead certified, mm-hmm. lead silver now, certified. Yeah. Now does that affect what type of equipment you can put no, in? No, it doesn't. It or doesn't like extend to. The, they right. expect efficiency and. Um, no, I I think that the lead. I don't know a whole lot about the lead certification process, but it really had to do with the way that the building was engineered in yeah. terms of you know what went into its construction, its its uh, uh, in, insulation, its energy efficiency. Um, yeah, we they just get wasted. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get something like 35% of their, their power is generated from uh, solar panels on their roof. And if you look at the building, it's oriented at an odd angle to the street. And they did that to, to get, you know, the, the optimum oh. amount of light. And they grow, they have a garden on their rooftop. Um, wow. Do y'all yeah, use cool. any of the... We don't. Do you, no, yeah. we, don't, we don't use any of that. I have a garden in the backyard, so it's... Yeah, we, we grow a lot. Actually, we do grow a lot of our herbs at home. But, um nice. And then, uh, but the buildings, I mean, it's very well insulated. You know, it's, it's got very thick, thick glass. I mean, yeah. it's. And the neighborhood, it's definitely, Xavier's bought a lot of yeah. property. And um, yeah. there's a Gibbs construction um, yeah, building Gibbs that just, just over, went up. overhauled yeah. uh, a building about a block down. Way out, way out of time. All right, I'm going to change subjects really fast because we only have less than a minute less left, unfortunately. I can't believe how fast this went, and I wow. just wanted to ask real fast. Okay. okay, tell me the best thing and the worst thing about Susan Spicer after working with her for five <laughs> years. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
the best okay the worst thing is how great she looks in her oh, um, tight pants boo. at 50 boo. years old come on you can't do that uh, she, that's like an interview like 50? what's your worst quality she's I work too hard I mean sorry Susan I'm just saying because you she look so fabulous. wonderful we all know that about her right? come on something else I don't know the best the Ah, they're the best. She She's was a great awesome. woman. He wants to get me in trouble. Yeah, he wants to get me in trouble. I'm yeah. not going to get in trouble. All right, that's the, fine. The I'll let you off the hook. <laughs> the best. But she's a great um, mentor, woman, chef, like example. You know, like she can do it as hard and as long as any of the guys. And she's Half the real deal. Age. We always hear, right? I mean, she, she is the is, real she is, she's deal. What, yeah, she Absolutely. is what she what you think she is. Oh yeah, she really she's. Is, I mean, yeah. on the line cooking, etc. Cool. So we love her. All love right. you, well, Susan. Unfortunately, we're out of time. I'm so sorry. Thanks for having us. But it was so wonderful so having good. you here. Thank you. Thank our, y'all so much. Yes, thank you. Our our guests have been Megan and Jay Foreman of. Gracious, Gracious Bakery. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you're due to come. And tell us yes. your, tell us your uh, address. hours. Uh, address. Hours, hours Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 3. And then Saturday, 8 to 2. And we're, we're looking to extend soon. So Great. And what's your web address? Any other contact Facebook, Twitter. We're on Facebook, Gracious Bakery. Um, GraciousBakery.com. And follow us on Twitter for all kinds of... We do classes. We have, oh. yeah, all kinds of fun stuff going on. Oh, so. get into that. That yeah, sounds wonderful. Yeah, we're talking about, so. yeah. All yeah. right. Well, thank, thank you y'all. so much. Yeah, well, we'll have all so that much. on our website on itsnewworlds.com. And we want to thank you so much, yeah. uh, uh, Gracious Bakery, for being here. And happy thank birthday. You. Happy Thanks. birthday. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Our show is recorded live at Ted's Frosthop on Claiborne Avenue in Calhoun in uptown New Orleans. Ted's is open seven days a week, serving first-class burgers, beer, and their awesome homemade root beer in a frosty mug. Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Grant Morris, and Chris Keogh is our technical director. And this fabulous audio quality that you hear is by PreSonus Audio Electronics. Makes all kinds of wonderful things. Visit PreSonus.com for more information. You can get in touch with us here at Midnight Menu Plus One by going to our website. It's NewOrleans.com, and from there you can follow us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook, sign up for our mailing list, get all kinds of swag. Uh, and while you're at itsneworleans.com, you can listen to other episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One and our other shows, Happy Hour, Mindset, True to the Game, Vietnola, Out to Lunch, and others. And if you listen to the show on iTunes, uh, please rate us and review us. It helps other people find us. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. So we meet here again at Ted's Frost Top. I am Ray Canada. And I'm Margo Moss. Thanks. You know Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer, now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.